Welcome to The Church Door, a place where I can post my Bible studies and sermons for your listening pleasure. I'm the Reverend Matthew Fenn, pastor of St. Peter's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Stratford, Ontario. Thanks for tuning us in. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It was a hot, dry, and dusty spring day, but the road leading out of Jericho was a good place for a beggar to sit and beg. Scores of people traveled to and from Jerusalem. It was a particularly good place for one Bartimaeus. While he was sitting by the side of the road, he heard a commotion. He heard a name, Jesus. Jesus, that healer and teacher from Nazareth. Bartimaeus heard about Jesus, how Jesus had healed the sick. He cast out demons, even raised the dead. He'd heard about Jesus' love and compassion, his love for the lost, his call to discipleship. And Bartimaeus believed that Jesus could help him. As the crowd drew closer, he began to cry out, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. The crowds of people, they had no mercy for Bartimaeus. All they saw was someone shouting from the roadside, he's just a nuisance, they thought. But this man, he knows what he wants. And no rebukes from the crowd will keep him silent. So he cries out even louder, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Bartimaeus' cry is a confession of faith. And it's a prayer at the same time. He calls on the name of somebody in particular, some specific individual to help him. He calls on Jesus, the name above all names. What does it mean, though, when he calls Jesus the Son of David? What would it mean if we were to call Charles the son of Elizabeth? We would know immediately what it means. It means he's the heir to the throne. See, Bartimaeus confesses that Jesus is the son of David. It's a Jewish way of saying that he's the Christ, the Messiah. Jesus is the son of David, the heir to the throne of David. A king is someone who has the power and authority to rule a country. See, God keeps his promises, and he made a promise to King David that one of his sons would reign on his throne forever. Jesus was of the house in the lineage of David. He was born, and when he was born, there were wise men who came all the way from the east to see the newborn king of the Jews. And on Palm Sunday, Jesus entered into Jerusalem, and Jerusalem welcomed him, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. They welcomed their king. And then before Pilate, Jesus said that yes, he indeed was a king. But Jesus is not a king. 
No, Jesus said his kingdom was not from here, not of this world. Jesus is not the kind of king who the Jews or even his disciples thought. He was not a rival of Herod, not a rival of Caesar. What kind of king is he? A king is someone who has the power and authority to rule a country. Here, we are talking about the one who has the power and authority to rule the universe, the king of kings, God's king. But what does it mean when, we, when Bartimaeus asks for mercy? Bartimaeus' cry is a prayer to a king who can show mercy to him, who shows mercy to those who trust him. Beggars depended on the mercy of those who were better off. They usually asked for help by saying, Kyrie eleison, Lord, have mercy on me. This cry would be familiar to anybody in the old world. It was heard every day on Roman streets. You see, we are all beggars, spiritual beggars. We are spiritually destitute. We are aching and longing for someone to show pity on us. Now you see why this phrase occurs so often in our worship. Lord, have mercy. Curie, eleison. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy. You can pray that simple prayer. You can pray it when you're driving your car. You can pray it without even having to take the eyes off the road. Or when you see an accident, or a fire truck, or a police car go by, you can simply say, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy. You can pray this prayer while you're working. You can pray it in the doctor's office or in the dentist's office. You can pray it while waiting in line at the grocery store. Anytime, anywhere, you can say this prayer. Jesus, Son of David, have mercy. You struggling with temptation? Pray this prayer. Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Learn it well. Say it often. And it won't be long. And, and, and when you have long forgotten every other prayer, this one will still be kicking around. It's a simple prayer. Jesus Christ, mercy on me, a sinner. And let that be the words, the prayer that's on your lips as you exit this world. Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. You see, Bartimaeus wanted to see. He wanted his eyes fixed. And he wanted Jesus, his king, to fix his eyes. He believed that Jesus was God's chosen king, David's heir. And as such, he had the power to do what he wanted. And so Jesus says a curious thing to him. He says, go your way. Your faith has made you well. 
Your faith has made you well. Faith is what healed Bartimaeus. It's his faith that saved him. And that faith that saved and healed Bartimaeus was faith in Jesus, the son of David. What do you think Jesus can do for you? What do you expect him to do for you? If you were in that scene, if you're on that hot and dry and dusty road, imagine yourself there. What would you be asking Jesus for? Sit by the roadside. Hear the murmur and the mumbling of the crowds. Now examine your own feelings, your own life. And then you see it's Jesus coming by. And you call out to Him. You, and He summons you. And you put everything aside and you go to Him. And He asks you, what do you want me to do for you? How do you respond? Don't look at those small and selfish comforts that we look for in life. Don't fall back on victimhood or don't look towards your sins. Ask for one thing from this Jesus. The one thing that He wants to give you. Ask for freedom. Ask for salvation. Forgiveness. Eternal life. Ask to see spiritually. And then when you get it, be prepared to follow Him. You see, faith cries out to our King Jesus for mercy. And faith receives mercy from Jesus. What does it mean to have Jesus as your King? Does it mean that Jesus is King and He commands you what to do? He commands you around, tells you what to do and what not to do? Well, sure, that's, there's some of that. But with Jesus as our King, the blind see. Sinners are forgiven. The dead rise. Jesus came to fix all that was broken by Adam's fall. He came to bring in a new creation with His dying and rising. To inaugurate a kingdom where the blind, the blind will see, the deaf will hear, the lame will leap, lepers will be cleansed, the dead will rise. Jesus is the King. The King of kings. God's King. The Son of David who came to reverse all the damage that we have caused in this world. What kind of king do we have? We have a kind of king who pays a costly price. It cost him his life. He went to the cross to show us mercy. There, he was like a king going out to battle. There, on the cross, Jesus Christ, your king, won the victory for you. And he shares that victory with all those who cry out to him, in that beggar faith. Lord, have mercy. The same King who healed the eyes of a man who was blind just by a word. That same King hung on a cross in the darkness so that He could bring light to the world. And may that peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.
You've been listening to The Church Door. Thanks again for tuning in. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, you can reach me, Pastor Matthew Fenn, at revfenn, R-E-V-F-E-N-N, at icloud.com. Look forward to having you with us again next time.